so glad you're here. Um, we don't take this for granted at all. Um, I've been looking forward to getting back to CE, I think, pretty much since the CE barbecue back in June, especially since New Horizon. I absolutely love Saturday nights here, and I hope you will too. Um, if this is your first night here, as Don said, you are so welcome. If this is one of your first nights here as well, you're so welcome as well. We're excited to see you. Um, if you want to know more about what CE is all about, why we, why we do this, why we meet Saturday by Saturday, as Don said, come and, come and talk to us. Um, we'd love to answer questions. I would love to chat with any of you. Um, it would be a privilege. Uh, but tonight, just briefly, I want to explain from the Bible, from God's Word, what CE exists for, why we do what we do, and maybe to a degree how we do what we do. What you can expect from us, and to a degree as well, what we expect from you. Before we do that, though, let's, let's pray. And when we pray, we're talking to God. We're asking for his help um, tonight. So let's, let's talk to God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for every person in this room tonight. Lord, we are so grateful for CE. Lord, we're so grateful for your word. As we look at it tonight, would you help us shape how we think about you would it change how we see ourselves in light of who you are? And Father, would we get a bigger picture, not just what C is about, but even better, what your gospel is all about. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, growing up, simply put, I was a wee rat. You know one of those really smug children that you just hate? That was me. Smug child getting told off by my parents. And there are three specific things that time and time I was told by mum and dad. Stop showing off, don't brag, and stop boasting. Stop boasting. Those are three things I heard a lot throughout my childhood. Those are probably three things that you've either heard or said, most likely thought, about other people, especially the last month. Maybe with people returning from their summer holidays, and they won't shut up about everything that they got up to, like especially people who went on the Ulster Project. Like, did you know they went on the Ulster Project? Were you aware? Did you know the Ulster Project? UP, oh, it's so great. Ulster Project, Ulster. Did you know? Did you know I went on the Ulster Project? Yes, we did, because you've got a fake American accent. You started dressing like you think you're Peter Kavinsky. That is a very niche Netflix uh, uh, reference, so if anybody got it, I'm proud of you are people who have had the most amazing summer holiday ever. I mean, for you, you went to Port Stewart, to the caravan with your family. It was fine. It rained the whole time, but you enjoyed it. There's always that one person in your class who started off their summer with a nice, relaxing weekend in London before jetting off to the south of France for a beach holiday for two weeks where they got a spectacular tan and got incredibly cultured. And then they went on a mission trip to Timbuktu or wherever where they got a nice profile picture with a minority child. Um, and then... Off they, went, off they went to Florida where they met Mickey Mouse and did their roller coasters, and you just want to scream, shut up, stop going on about it. And it's not just summer holidays. Uh, it's just been exam results season. So that person in Kilikimane or Kelowna who has proclaimed from the rooftops that they topped the year, good for them. Or that person, there's always one who was convinced they failed all of their exams. They were convinced, left every exam, left the whole floods of tears, telling everybody they've definitely failed, and somehow 
they've just came out with an unprecedented 16A stars at GCSE, and they just can't believe it. They ca can you believe it? Yes, we can. They're all doing one thing. They're all boasting. Everybody in this room is guilty of it too, whether we know it or not. Boasting. Going on and on and on and on about something bigging, something up, putting all the intention on one thing, usually ourselves, that we think is amazing. What does CE exist for? CE exists to boast. That's why we're here. That's what we exist to do. That's why we meet Saturday by Saturday. That's why every week someone puts out chairs and sets up songs and sets up you know, musical instruments to boast. It's our hope and prayer that at CE we will be known for how much we boast. Look at the verse that was read tonight. Therefore, since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we boast in the hope of glory of God. Your Bible, depending on the translation, it might say rejoice there, like mine does, but that doesn't quite do the trick. It's not quite right. Um, let me get a bit nerdy with you. The Bible wasn't written in English. It was written in Greek. And the word used in Romans 5, it's the same word used in Romans 3.27, then what becomes of our boasting. It's definitely talking about boasting. And Romans 4.2, for if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about. It's the same word. Romans 5 tells us we are to boast in the hope of the glory of God. We are to rejoice in God, absolutely, at sea, we're all about that. But there's a difference between those two words. I can rejoice about my summer holidays or my exam results or whatever else, but I can do that inwardly, right? I can be over the moon, delighted, ridiculously happy about all these things going on in my life, genuinely rejoice about it and not tell a single soul. I can rejoice and not tell anybody. What I cannot do is boast about those things and not use words. You can't boast if you're not boasting to someone and not telling someone about what you're boasting about. Never in the history of humanity has anybody been shouted at for their ma for boasting when they haven't said a word. Boasting, by definition, is to talk excessively about something with pride. So what are we boasting about at CE? What are we bigging up? What do we exist to talk and talk and talk about? Is it our shiny lights that are very, very nice and shiny? No. Our excellent graphics that someone's already complained to me that they've changed since last year? Get over it. Is it our musicians who are spectacular? Is it the number of people who come week by week and we're not exactly sure where you all come from, but we're grateful for you? Not at all. We exist to boast about Jesus Christ. We exist to boast about who he is, what he has done for us, and what that means for now and for our future. We exist to boast about Jesus. But why? Well, Romans 5.1 says this, therefore, since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It starts with a therefore, because the first four chapters of Romans 
In those, Paul, who's the author of the book of Romans, has just been explaining that if you're a Christian, a follower of Jesus, if you're someone who has faith in Jesus Christ, you've been justified, and because of that, you've got peace with God. That's big news. Here's why that news is so big and beautiful and great. If you're outside of Jesus Christ, and there's some people in this room who are, and there's some people in this room who used to be, it's one or the other, if you're outside of Jesus Christ, you're at war with God. That's not a fight you can win. Last night, I was asked by someone who will remain nameless, Matthew Power, so I don't embarrass him, um, who would win in a fight? God or Thanos with all six infinity stones? And while I don't really understand the question because I'm not really down with Marvel, I think the answer is pretty simple. God would win that fight. God does not lose. God is not capable of losing. God is all-powerful. He is in control. He's sovereign over everything. And if you're at war with God, six infinity stones or not, you're going to lose. And everybody in this room, at one stage or another, has been at war with God because of your sin. Your sin is a declaration of war. Sin, that's all the things that we do that God makes it clear we shouldn't. It's all the thoughts that we have that God says we shouldn't. It's when we don't even do the good things that God tells us to do. Sin should not be taken lightly because it's rebellion against the creator of this universe. When we sin, from all the things that we think don't really matter to the things that we do that we know that actually do matter, we're effectively sticking two fingers up at God and saying, I know better than you. Sin separates us from God. Sin means we're guilty of rebellion. And that guilt, when not dealt with, means we will be eternally separate from God's pleasures and goodness and grace forever in hell. Sin means war, and a war we cannot win. We can't twist God's arm. There are no glitches or cheats or flukes or codes. Sin means you lose. God demands a price for sin, and that is death. But as you can tell from this verse, sin doesn't have to have the final word. Sin doesn't have to have the final say in your life. Sin doesn't have the final say in your life if you trust in Jesus, because Romans 5 is saying this, if you trust in Jesus Christ, if you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and who he is, the Son of God, and what he has done for you, everything changes. It changes everything. Jesus Christ on this earth lived a life of sin-free perfection, complete and perfect obedience to the Father. And for you, he willingly went to the cross where he paid the price that you and I cannot pay. He died as a perfect sacrifice. He was dead and he was literally buried. And then he rose so that if you love him, if you believe in him, if you trust in him, if you have 
faith in him, you can be justified. That means declared as innocent, as righteous. Why? Because he paid the price. He defeated sin. He showed that he is powerful over death so that if you trust in him, he shares his perfect perfection with you, even though you and I do not deserve it. You are innocent and perfectly righteous in the eyes of God if you have faith in Jesus Christ. And that no longer means war, but we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace with God. If you trust in Jesus, you go from a war you cannot win to life you cannot lose because of Jesus. Romans 5.2 tells us we have access to God by faith. That means we can go to God as we do at CE every night, as you do in church on Sundays, as hopefully you do day by day in your own life. So you can go to God in prayer and be heard because if you trust in Jesus, you're God's child. We can have fellowship with God that will never be broken, that will never end because the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And more than that, we have a solid, real hope in the glory of God. In other words, one day we will see our Creator and our Savior face to face and be with Him forever and ever and ever. And we will be His and He will be ours. And there will be no more sadness or sin or sorrow. And all of this, it's nothing to do with you. In fact, it's in spite of who we are. It's because of Jesus, and he is why we boast. Because of what he has done, is doing, and will do for us. We're to boast. We're to make him known. We are to boast about what God has done, knowing that it's not because of us. The only thing we can bring to this is our own mess, and Jesus forgives us of that. We're not boasting of our own achievements. We're not boasting about anything good in us. We're boasting about all that is good about Jesus Christ. At CE, we want to be known for people who boast about Jesus Christ for what he has done. Uh, A few years ago, uh, I was helping run a summer camp in Philadelphia with a CE team, and my friend Joe and I were talking to this kid who had been pretty badly behaved the entire time. Um, and every time that we took him aside to talk to him, we'd tell him about Jesus and how much he loves him. And at one stage, he just goes in complete disgust, all you guys do is talk about Jesus. And my friend Joe turned around to him and went, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. It's our hope that people would say that about us here, about you, about me. At CE. So briefly, how do we boast about Jesus at CE? Well, firstly, in this place, we acknowledge that everything that we have here, the chairs you sit on, the screen you look at, well, the projector, it's a wall, that wall, the music, Gilly, John, sound guys, everything that we have here is nothing nothing to do with us. We are all idiots. God is incredibly gracious, and he allows any of us to get on board with what he's doing. If we believe in him, we're allowed to be involved with what God is doing. We exist because of Jesus Christ and his grace towards us. 
It's by his grace and grace alone. And if you ever, ever hear me or anybody else at the front take the credit for what goes on here, get the wettest, scaliest fish you can find and slap us across the face, because we deserve it. We are not here to big ourselves up. We're here to give the glory to Jesus. And this is what this means for you at CE. This is what we expect from you. Because this isn't mine, and this isn't Gilly's, this isn't John's, because this is God's, if you're a Christian here, you're, you're part of what we're doing at CE. If you love Jesus, this thing is yours. So get involved. If you're good at reading the Bible like Lucy, say to someone, we'd love to get you involved. If you want to pray like Rachel, say to someone, anybody can do it. If you can play music and play it well, say to someone, we'd love to get you in the band. If you want to go somewhere, somewhere different in the world and you're old enough when a mission team comes around, get involved. Those things exist for you to boast about Jesus Christ. Get stuck in. We're here for you. This isn't, this isn't our thing. This is his. You see, if you're not yet a Christian, we are so glad you are here. And we mean that. We can say we love you because Jesus Christ loves us. And we, we want you to be part of what happens here. There will be trips and events, and we want you to come along and get involved. But if you're not a Christian, that does mean certain things. Like leading worship or leading in prayer, they're not for you. And that's okay. But we'd really encourage you to keep coming. Listen to be what's being said. Be part of what's happening. We're glad you're here. We love you. We want you to love this place. And even more, we want you to love Jesus Christ. He is worth your very life. And we want you to love him. We also boast about Jesus with what we do and how we do it every Saturday night. As John said, every Saturday we sing. And when we sing together, we're boasting about Jesus, about the hope of glory that we have because of him. So if you love Jesus, sing. When we pray, we're asking that Jesus would have his way in everything that we do. With people all around the world, that Jesus would be glorified, that people would boast in him. So when we pray, engage in that. When we boast in Jesus at the front, when we look at what the Bible has to say to us about him, we're, we're boasting in Jesus. So listen up. Between now and Christmas, you saw we're going to go through the book of First Thessalonians to see what it has to say about Jesus Christ and what that means for us and how we should live. We'll be he- hearing people share their testimonies like Rebecca next week, like missionaries like Henry Bell in a few weeks' time. Stories of God's grace in their lives. Every Saturday night, we want to hear the name of Jesus mentioned and magnified up here at the front. So if someone gets up here, and doesn't talk about Jesus, feel free to ignore everything that they've said. But when there are people up here speaking about Jesus, we have expectations of you, okay? Not to be talking, not to be distracting others, but to listen well. Why? Well, God's worthy of our attention. The word, the Bible that he gives us, it gives life. It boasts of Jesus Christ. And so we need to hear what it says. Everything we do here at CE is with the hope and the prayer that you come to love Jesus, that you grow in love with him, and that you go from here on Saturday nights equipped to talk about Jesus in your day-to-day lives 
and live in light of what he has done for you, that you are able to boast on him every single day, sharing his good news with others in your church, in your home, in your schools, in your work. We don't exist for ourselves. We exist to boast. We exist to boast about Jesus Christ. We want to boast on him. We want to beg him up because he is worthy. He can't be talked about enough. It's our prayer that you get on board with what's happening this year at CE. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, into this world to live a life of perfection, to die rise and ascend to sit at your right hand so that we can be at peace with you, the God of this universe, so that we can be in a relationship, a right relationship with you, so that we can have the perfection of Jesus Christ shared with us and live in light of that every day. Would you help us here at CE, anybody at the front and everybody in the seats this year to boast on Jesus Christ, to learn more and more about him? Would your word be communicated clearly? Would we listen and listen well? Would we allow it to change our hearts and lives? Would you help us to love you more? We pray this in Jesus' name.